Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is Damien with the Lock, Stock, and Barrel podcast. Coming at you live from beautiful Missouri, God's country, here in the middle of the country. Um, middle of the U.S. For those of you listening from outside of the country, I appreciate it very much. Appreciate your support. And um, yeah, I mean, here we are. It is the end of April. Um, <clears throat> last night... And the night before, we were in the upper 20s and lower 30s as far as temperature goes, which is below freezing for those of you outside of the U.S. Uh, currently have turkey season on, wild turkey season on here, and it has been a brutal season so far. Not a lot of success. Of course, turkey numbers are down um, all across the United States, the southeast U.S., the middle of the country. Out west, turkey numbers are booming. But uh, unfortunately, here, the good old days of turkey hunting have come and gone, and it's getting harder and harder. Uh, and that just goes shows by, um, you know, success rates and, and uh, you know, how many birds you see. So today on the Lock, Stock, and Barrel, I just want to do a little housekeeping. It's been a few weeks since I've done a podcast. Um, yeah, it's been busy. Uh, it's just, you know, life. Life is... Uh, Life happens, kids, sports, commitments, gymnastics, work, all of it. Um, so I'll do my best to make every effort to get more uh, podcasts out there, talk about the important things in life, right? So anyhow, get right to it. Um, big news, big news is the uh, my, my very first episode I, I did about the MCX Spear, six hours, newest entry into the military's uh, weapon trials to replace the M4, uh, and also they used that 277, that 6.8 round uh, to replace the saw squad weapon. They have officially adopted those two, the U.S. Army. So that's big news with a lot of people. Uh, that spear rifle, uh, I will be getting one of those as soon as it comes. The, uh, the, the limited edition spears, the SBRs that shipped with the can, uh, you know, there might be one or two of those in the entire state. I'm guessing I know where it went. Um, so we'll just have to uh, wait for the 16-inch barrel gun to come out or the 14 and pin gun. Um, but either way, very cool, very cool rifle. Side charging, 277 Fury, uh, unbelievable gun. I mean, the AR-10 is great for hunting and all. They can be a little heavy and clunky. But this, uh, this spear, if you want to hunt with an AR-type rifle, I can't imagine a better one. Um, and it's mainly based around the cartridge. Shoots fast, shoots flatter. Um, you get a lot, you get the higher BC bullets that are 270 caliber, but you get a higher BC bullet um, than the clunky old uh, 168, 172, 308s. Um, you know, it's not a Creedmoor. It shoots hotter and hits harder. It shoots flatter than a Creedmoor. Um, ammo is going to be a little harder to get, but you can order it right now from SIG's website, or you could a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a great thing. Uh, the military's, I think, has been asking for something that has, you know, more umph long range. They didn't ever adopt the 6.5 Grendel, uh, which is a great round. They didn't adopt the 6.8 SPC fully at all. Um, it's about time, I would say. Um, you're going to have a hard-hitting beast of a rifle in your hands if you've got one of these. So kudos to SIG, kudos to the U.S. government, kudos to the taxpayers for the millions of dollars you'll be spending on um, 
hybrid cased ammo and rifles and scopes. God bless America. So uh, moving on, uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter or is buying Twitter. That is a pretty bitching thing, in my opinion. Um, my hope is that he brings it full form to where, you know, I might have a Twitter account. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I want the Wild West, but, uh, you know, I think the way people communicate these days, just like right now you're listening to me, is is different than it was five years ago seven years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And, and we have to sit back and really think about how we're treating these mediums of communication because they are becoming the new standards for at least the United States, freedom of speech and first amendment rights. And, uh, not that you can say anything, but, um, the fact that a few people can say something meaningless, and their voice, which may be an important voice, gets banned forever from the most popular platform in the world, says something. So here's to uh, hoping that that, uh, that practice is over and that we can get back on with, uh, you know, cool things being floated around. Like I said, never really been on Twitter, <clears throat> checked it out, but uh, yeah, God bless Elon Musk, man. I mean, the guy's doing... Uh, what do the kids say? He's living his best life. Uh, hate that term, but by God, that billionaire is living his best life. Uh, you know, and 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 more power to him. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love to. Uh, I love to watch people just go nuts like that. It's awesome. If you can do it, do it. Um, yeah. Beyond that, I, not a lot of big news in the hunting and shooting world. <clears throat> um, go back on some things that happened in the first quarter in the beginning of the first quarter of the year. Uh, one of the things was a, a blood origins podcast uh, related to an article that Matt Ranella of uh, Stephen Ranella meat eater fame wrote um, basically saying that uh, if you hunt, you should never put anything related to that on social media, <clears throat> namely, uh, animals or birds or whatever you shoot that caught a lot of shit from a lot of people. Um, I thought, uh, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, I get what he's saying <clears throat> at the end of the day, a lot of people are going to take it or I took it a lot as, uh, him complaining about, uh, access and overcrowding or what he perceived as overcrowding at backcountry hunting areas, public ground, you know, when you get to the trailhead, there's more trucks than ever. I don't doubt that. Um, there's not where I live and we have, so I, I live in one in a pretty public ground rich part of the state, um, as far as core ground. Um, and that's, uh, you know, I don't see any more than I ever have in the past, maybe fewer actually now. Um, <clears throat> Now, I don't know why that is out West. I think a lot of people are trying to get out West more than ever, but, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to go out West, save your money and get a guide. If you want to be, you know, a public land guy and pack back and do this and do that. And Hey, that's fine. But my time is so valuable and so precious and, and so highly cut up 
and plan that uh, I'm going to save my money and go on a guided hunt and ensure myself some success or at least do the everything I can to ensure some success. So I've talked about that before. You know, if you can do it, do it. If you can't, I understand. Um, but always have goals to strive towards. You know, always, always have goals to strive towards. Um, what else? What else? What else? Not, eh, not a hell of a lot. Just this weather. This weather's been killing us. The wind, the rain. Uh, I got a couple inches beginning here over the weekend. We're going to get a couple more inches in the next three days. It's been freezing. It's been blowing the wind. Our average wind speed where I'm at right now is going to be around 30 to 40 miles an hour in the next three days. That just sucks. Not sure what the hell is going on or who's causing this wind, but I wish they'd stop. <sighs> and if it wasn't for the weather, what else would we talk about? Um, oh, one other thing think about. A lot of your western states and midwestern states like Kansas, Nebraska, the draw times have either come and gone or are closing very fast. Today's April 27th. If you want to get into draw for a lot of states, if you want to get a draw on uh, Kansas deer tags, you've got three days or two, yeah, three days. Kentucky, if you want to get in drawing for elk, you've got three days. Kentucky elk tags are awesome to get in on. Um, if you've never done it, do it. It's pretty fun. It's a cheap draw. It's 10 bucks. Uh, they have a youth tag now. Um, they do it live on YouTube, which is kind of exciting. They name, they give your name and what county you live in. Um, that's kind of cool. I'm just waiting with bated breath to get drawn for that tag. Someday, someday I'll get it. Someday I'll get it. Um, <clears throat> probably go ahead and put in for Nebraska mule deer this year. I've got a bunch of points in Nebraska. That'll be an outfitter hunt. Um, probably a, you know, the Sand Hills mule deer. It's really a relatively cheap hunt. When you think about the tag, it's close to me. I can drive up there. Uh, and really the guy, you know, to kill a mule deer, a decent mule deer up there is going to be, let's say five to seven days and 27 or 2800 bucks. That's pretty cheap. You're going to kill a decent deer and have fun. Um, totally worth it. You can put back a little cash for that. Uh, I put in, you know, put in a draw in Montana for points. I just put in for points in Montana. Um, get my kids in Arizona. Uh, reason I get my kids in Arizona. I don't put in a draw in Arizona because of the $150 uh, non-resident hunting license you got to purchase before you get a point. I've got a few points out there. Uh, Arizona's game and fish can uh, kiss my ass due to their regulation of when I was a resident out there. I cured a lot of points and they're still sitting in limbo underneath my address from when I lived out there. I can never get them back. Uh, well played assholes. So, you know, now I'll just uh, get my points every once in a while. I'll put my kids in the draw, and right before they turn 18, I'm going to dump my kids all the points I have and my wife has, and they're going to draw badass bull tags and badass strip mule deer tags, hopefully. So I'll get back to that state one way or the other um, for paying taxes and living there for quite a few years. So remember to get your draws in, um, you know, spring, all the way from the end of January to the end of April and May is when uh, that's the hot time. So, so if you're going to put in a draw, get online now and do it. A lot of people use things like, you know, your Cabela's and the hunting fool and things like that. But if you're like me and just do it the old fashioned way and research it yourself and put in for points, uh, Wyoming is another place to put in for points for mule deer, um, or antelope, whichever. 
So, uh, what else is coming up here? Um, we got a lot of cool over-the-counter hunts that uh, have been explored this year. Idaho wolf, Idaho bear. Um, you know, Idaho's made it very accessible to shoot predators, um, and it's cheap. They're cheap over-the-counter tags. You can go out there if you've got a connection out there. Or, you know, that, that's one thing I was stress to people when they talk about hunting and, and fishing and, and anything in life, really. I mean, if you've got a flat tire in the middle of nowhere and four states away from home, who do you know? You know, think about the people you know and and, and keep connections and, and text people and call people and hit them up on the Facebooks. Just keep those connections alive because you never know. I mean, you, you, know, you know this guy whose cousin has this place and they've got 10,000 acres of prime antelope ground, then you might want to know them. You might be able to become friends with them. They might say, hey, yeah, you can hunt here anytime you want. That still happens. So, you know, work your connections, work your relationships. Um, a lot more people are friendly to having people hunt than you probably would think or imagine. So that's important. Um, one thing around where I live, uh, a lot of people don't have a place to go shoot. Um, and I think if you look around, you could probably... You could probably find a place to go shoot. You may not be able to stretch your legs past three or 400 yards, but you could find a place to take the kids out and play with 22s if you just do a little bit of networking. Go down to the local Legion, go down to the local tavern, hit up a couple old folks and just ask them, just talk to them. Say, hey, I'd love to take the kids out playing with a 22. Just got nowhere to go. And they may just say, hey, I've got you know 40 acres over here. You can go out and shoot 10 cans anytime you want. Um, work the connections. Work the connections. Keep those connections alive. Um, my best friend, he's he's uh, works in an industry where um, knowing the right people is how you become successful, and he has become very successful, and it's also brought him a long ways in uh, in uh, not only you know professionally but personally in having places to hunt or getting invited to do cool stuff. And I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I've just happenstance to meet people that that have been very good and kind to me and let me do some things that are fun and you know never uh never underestimate the kindness of humans man they can all they can all uh we can all help each other out so and you know going one step beyond that if you got people who are giving you a place to hunt or giving you some access or giving you some tips um you know show your appreciation buy them gifts personalized gifts um, I've bought people very nice custom knives that are engraved. I've bought, obviously, you know, your Yeti type cups engraved. I've bought Kuyu clothing with initials engraved and collars, um, bottles of wine, all kinds of things. I mean, it, it, showing appreciation with a personalized gift as opposed to just a check with money, it goes a lot farther. And if you got a kid, make sure that kid goes right to the person and tells them, thank you very much for letting me do this. Um, because as we all know, it's getting harder and harder to do anything in life without money. And if you don't have a lot of money like me, um, and you can, you know, show your appreciation in very personal ways, I think it goes a long ways. Um, and it, it's not that I'm buying off someone to let me do something or hunt or access land. It's that I really, truly do appreciate it. And that's, it means a lot to me. So, so that's a, that's a soapbox for today. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. We just don't have a lot of new gun news or anything like that. It's just, it's been a little quiet uh, besides the MCX and the, the Spear project with the Army. Um, 
I haven't seen a lot of real cool stuff come out. I'm, I'm patiently waiting for the Benelli Super Black Eagle 28 gauge to come out. That's a three inch gun. Uh, of course, you can get an Ethos right now, but boy, that SBE, uh, I want to I want to handle that gun and check it out. Um, shot geese and sandhill cranes with the 28 three inch Boss load uh, down in Texas this year, and I'm telling you, it's a hammer. Um, I, I I couldn't believe it. I could not believe how well that three inch 28 shot. Um, not sure I'll make the investment in the one. I'd probably just stick with the 20. But, uh, God, they're light, and they don't kick. And um, it's really something, really something to see. I'd love to smack a turkey right in the face with one of those 28 three-inch guns. Um, if I can push a 410 to 40 yards, I can definitely do it with a 28-gauge in that Boss uh, Boss Tom or Boss Tungsten, or excuse me, Bismuth Ammo. So that's pretty exciting. Um what other big news? Uh, you know, ammunition supplies, uh, that's a constant thing. When people ask me about getting ammo, do I have this, do I have that? Uh, looking around right now, some of the best places to get ammo, Shields. Uh, if you got a Shields near you, there's not a lot of those stores. But if you have one near you, check out Shields. They're usually pretty full. Uh, Rogers, rogersportinggoods.com. They're based locally out of Liberty, Missouri. Big, big store, but their online presence is gigantic. Um, shotguns, shells only in store, but rifle and pistol ammo online. And they're usually very stocked up, um, very stocked up with whatever you want. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the, the future is going to bring with rifle and pistol ammo. Um, you know, I mean, it seems to me the norm is going to be 18, to twenty dollars a box for nine millimeter, just FMJ. Um, you know the good old days of seven dollars a box or eight, ten is gone. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to come down. I doubt it. The cost of labor, the BOM, which is bill of materials on anything right now, is so far up. I work in the construction industry, manufacturing, installation, training. Um, you know, if you can get something cheap now, get it. <laughs> just get it. Get it and go on. Um, don't complain about it because whatever price you're paying right now, it's not the price you'll pay 10 years from now. It'll definitely be higher. The only thing I can think of in recent history that's gone down in price is flat screen TVs. Um, you know, if I'm staring at a flat screen TV right now in my little, in my garage office here on the old workbench, a TV is a thousand dollars in 2010 and I can buy that TV now all day long for 300 bucks. So other than that, I can think of nothing that's gone down in price. At all. I mean, my God, we live in a world now where a 20 year old 870 Express goes for $599. If you don't believe me, hit up Gunbroker and check it out. Um, oh, the other exciting news. I may have talked about this already. You know, Ruger is shipping Marlins, or Marlin is shipping Marlins. Um, and I've got to handle a couple of them, and man, they are beautiful guns. They're probably better made than any Marlin I've ever seen, they're smoother. They're more refined. They have better wood. They have better checkering. They have better metal to wood fit. Uh, they're all threaded, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, you got the the kind of uh, helical bolts in the guns. They're just a better gun. Um, just a better gun. That's all I can say. Uh, I'm not going to pay a premium price for one. God knows that. When they hit the shelves in Massey, grab one for a thousand bucks. But don't pay 2500 for one right now. 
unless you just absolutely have the money to piss away and want to be the first guy with one. Um, that's totally up to you. If you want to be a baller, be a baller. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You, you just, uh, just, um, I don't know. Everything's good. All good. And hopefully to get back on very, very quickly. Uh, just some ramblings right now. And, and, uh, yeah, I got nothing else for today, but, uh, I've got a few topics I'm working on and research and hopefully we can, um, we can, uh, get going on that. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about scopes, uh, here in the near future, in the next couple, two, three weeks. I'm going to talk more about scopes. I'm going to talk more about short barreled rifles, not SBRs that you need a tax stamp for. I mean, rifles with short barrels, handy rifles, truck guns, whatever you want to call them. I'm going to talk more about that. Um, I'd like to talk a little more about fishing equipment and getting kids started fishing and what to use with kids fishing and how to help them succeed and how to be self-sufficient when they fish. So that way you can fish as a parent, mom or dad can fish, the kid can fish. You're not constantly untangling lines and doing this and that. There's ways to do it. It can be done. It just takes some training. Um, I'm going to talk a little, about, a little bit about hunting dogs. Talk about hunting dogs and specifically coon hunting dogs. Um, hopefully in the next few weeks too, I would like to get someone else on the podcast with me. Um, now, to do that, hopefully we keep these uh, subscribers going and I keep putting out content. Uh, I'm going to try the best I can and uh make time i just gotta make time you know i mean that's 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 the thing about anything in life you got time do it get out there and do it get up early you might have to stay up late whatever it takes just do it so uh lock stock and barrel podcast subscribe check us out everywhere you get podcasts spotify apple anchor wherever you can get it get it please subscribe that's all i can ask please subscribe and if you got questions you know hit us up on instagram or wherever you may need to. Hey, Twitter, maybe soon Twitter. Um, yeah. And have a great week. And if you're out there chasing turkeys, good luck with the thunder chickens. Thanks.